episode of the naked nerd i am the naked nerd themselves how you doing everyone so what's been happening this week um not that much to be honest um though i have uh, been reacquainting myself with the uh nudist bunch uh, via zoom uh, thanks to the anf i've also been trying to uh, get prepared for my first uh psychology assessment um, sorry, for those of you who are not understanding what I'm trying to say. So, I'm seeing a psychologist, uh, late in the week to help me get through, um, some issues that I've been dealing with, particularly, uh, with helping me in asserting a diagnosis of adult autism. It's definitely something that I'm... A little bit scared of, but I'm very, very hopeful that it's going to help me in in order to understand myself a little bit better. Uh, for those of you who have been uh, helpful in understanding uh, the person I am, thank you for your messages. Um, I'd like to especially thank those who I've talked to over the last uh, few days who have actually not only been uh, sending in, like, their messages of uh, we're with you and we stand by you and all that but also messages that um, have made me feel like I'm not alone I also like to thank uh, my new partner who I am in a lovely lovely loving relationship um, and that's been blossoming very nicely if I might say so myself. Um, we took a bit of a drive the other day and we got to talk about some of the different types of beaches that exist. We also got to talk about why there aren't many official beaches, particularly in New South Wales. Um, or rather, beaches that are official beaches, official nude beaches that are accessible. Um, and... It does get me thinking, why do we still have this uh, blatant and misunderstanding of what nude beaches actually are? Um, and unfortunately, it gets down to not having a very clear understanding of what the purpose of nude beaches are for. Um, so for those of us who are in the community... Uh, we understand that nude beaches are there for relaxation and mainly just to be able to uh, relax, have a bit of a swim and enjoy the day. But sometimes, and unfortunately, it has been something that I've experienced seeing on TV and through conversation, that people tend to think that nude beaches are a central hangout for uh, sexual activity, which unfortunately it does happen. But it is not the actual purpose of a nudist beach. And it does get me uh, really annoyed when people tend to think that about the community. And it's something that I've talked about in many episodes. But uh, before I get on my high horse, um, let's do a little bit of meditation and, and breathing. And I want everyone to get into... Uh, 
a space, a safe space, a quiet space. And I want you to repeat this mantra that I've been saying over my last few episodes. So repeat after me, everyone. It is okay for my body to look like this. It is okay for my body to look like this. It is okay for my body to look like this. It is okay for my body to look like this. And I want you to repeat that particular mantra as long as it takes. So it could be for a minute, could be for five minutes. But I want you to get into that space, everyone, because you're all very beautiful people. It doesn't matter whether you're tall, short, skinny, fat, if you're missing uh, a body part, if you're not well endowed, if you're not particularly uh, sculpted, or if you are sculpted, you are perfectly beautiful the way you are. And it's something that I want to keep on spreading. I want to keep spreading that message because I feel that particularly with today's society, we tend to mark beauty very much because of uh, what society tells us what is beautiful rather than have our own understanding of what beauty actually is. Um, because there's still that expectation that we have to look a certain way to be beautiful. But is it actually true beauty? Uh, that is for you to uh, unlock for yourselves. For me personally, it doesn't really matter what you look like. Because, one, well, because of my uh, own uh, sexual preferences and my own desires, but also because of my own understanding of what beauty is. And I've seen it time and time again where uh, people talk about beauty as if there's only one particular measurement. And... Um, if you look a certain way, you're considered ugly. If you're not necessarily sculpted, then you're considered ugly. If you're balding, you're considered ugly in some uh, uh, circles of, of people. Even nudists have been judged way too much, I might add. Um, to the point where we get told, oh, you know, cover up and, um, you know... Uh, Oh my god, put it away. You should be embarrassed. Um, for some reason, I'm picturing a, a very cranky person on TV just telling people that. Um, but the thing is, though, the thing is, though, the more we put ourselves out there, the more people will be able to accept it better. And unfortunately, it's still something that I personally have to work on myself because I myself have had issues with my body for many years and this is actually something I've talked about with uh, my partner because we both share issues concerning our bodies um, because of what we've been told we've been told okay if you're not a certain way then you're not going to attract anyone um, and this is something I've actually faced growing up um, unfortunately Back in the days where I was told that I needed to be straight, that the heterosexual normative of what life is um, 
basically uh, set me a path of what I need to do and what it, how I need to act and what it needed to look like. Uh, for example, I got told if I lost a bit of weight, then maybe I would attract uh, people a little bit better or people would love me more. But that's not necessarily a good thing. Determining someone's love or attraction through something as superficial as weight, it's not helpful. Because one, it just continues this un- misunderstanding and this misinformation that beauty is determined by uh, the look. And this is something that not many people understand about the news community, that we don't look uh, in terms of skin deepness of a person. Yes, we might be naked, we might be naked, but we don't necessarily think, oh, you know, oh, look at the way that body's curved, or uh, look at how they look. Oh, they, they must be uh, doing a lot of exercise, or oh, uh, they definitely uh, look a certain way. We don't really think like that. We tend to think beyond. Uh, Because as much as being a nudist is about being naked, it's more about the interactions that we do have. The subtextual understanding of who we are. That is that we are more than just a body. We are a mind. We are more than just... uh, a certain physical feature. We're more than that. We're a person. We're human. We have our likes. We have our dislikes. We have uh, different uh, backgrounds. We have different ways of thinking. Uh, We understand the world differently. And it's something that I feel that a lot of people tend to misunderstand. uh, Particularly when it comes to... Uh, the purposes of news venues. Now, I myself keep coming back to when I first visited the ACT Nudists Club, where my first visit to it was actually, uh, well, very nervously, I was nervous to go there, but I wanted to go there. But it was, by all accounts, probably the best thing I ever did. Because one... It got me to experience a world outside of my own. Uh, it also it got me to experience a level of comfort that I haven't received in a long time. And not just because uh, there was nothing else to do. Um, actually, let me rephrase. Not because uh, there was uh, not a certain objective in going there, but also the group dynamic of the people that I met. Uh, It was quite fascinating, and it was quite interesting to meet these different people, Um, let alone talk to them. Um, For example, with me, and this is something I've personally faced on, on many occasions, and something that's still with me, the ability to look people in the eye. Um, it's something that I still struggle with. But when I was and when I have been at a nudist clubs and nudist venues, um, I tend to be able to look people in the eye. And that's made me feel more comfortable. 
not because I didn't want to stare. I mean, you shouldn't really stare in the first place. But because I genuinely felt that I belonged. I didn't feel this kind of judgment of, oh, look at, look who it is. Or, you know, oh, I wonder where he's from. Oh, like, you know, that, that kind of judgment that we tend to deal with in the clothing world. But what does it all have to do with beauty? What does it all have to do with beauty? Because we still are in a world where we misunderstand what beauty is. For me, beauty isn't just skin deep, although attractiveness is one thing, being attracted to someone because of their physicality. It's something more deeper and personal, and it's not something that is, um, in my account, that's all of me. The beauty of someone stems from what they talk about, what they think about, the connection that we bring together, uh, the conversations that we can have, the utmost uh, and frequent conversations that we do have, the way that we are able to kind of break away from the physical but also establish a mental connection. I feel that beauty is something that we don't really get to talk about as much because when it comes down to it, people have their own understanding of what beauty is. And some of it, unfortunately, it's misguided and misinformed. But that's my two cents, everyone. What is your understanding of what beauty is? Uh, do you feel that things like television, um, the internet, magazines, do you think that they have given us a false narrative of what beauty is? And I'll also add this as a question. Do you personally feel that you are a beautiful person, regardless of what you look like? Do you think and do you feel that you are a beautiful person? And I'll leave that to answer for yourselves. But if you do have an answer for me, please feel free to send in an email. Uh, you can tweet your answer. Um, I am working to update my page a little bit more, my, my actual website. Um, I'm also going to be asking, but not so much now, I'm also going to be asking for a little bit of help. Um, and every little, little bit will count, but uh, stay tuned, everyone. Um... I will also say that, um, in closing with that particular segment, um, I myself am still working on feeling beautiful, but I feel that I am becoming beautiful every single day. And I feel more beautiful now than I have in a long time. And... I know people say that uh, being in a relationship doesn't fix things. But over the course of, of the last month, I've been made to feel very beautiful by my partner. And uh, I feel that I'm in the, uh, in the point of the right direction uh, in understanding my own beauty. But 
I'll leave it at that for that particular point. The other thing I actually did want to talk about is something that has been on my mind for quite some time, and that is when is nerdy being too nerdy? Now, on the other side of the spectrum of this podcast, um, I generally like to talk about my nerdy things, uh, my collection of Pokemon, my love of Doctor Who, my absolute fascination with the Wizarding World, as well as my, I would say, my deep love of the comic book world. But when is being nerdy being too nerdy? Um, I've actually had to face this dilemma uh, quite often because even though I have friends who are, I would consider them to be absolute nerds, um, outside the world of, of being a nerd, I do feel like sometimes I tend to go off tangent. For example, uh, recently I took a trip with my partner down to Kayama. And we were having a lovely time, and uh, as we were walking by, uh, I actually mentioned to them that there was a, a spot near Kaima where they had filmed part of an episode of, of Home and Away. I also talked about how there was also part of a place called Bombo that, w- that filmed the original Power Rangers movie. And then I went on to talk on and on about it. And he liked the fact that I was able to um, talk about that particular moment. But I had a similar conversation um, with another friend of mine who is not so nerdy. And the words that they used were, were, oh wow, you... Definitely uh, need a new hobby. So, which brings me to my uh, next point. Does having a wealth of knowledge pertaining to a nerdy world uh, make someone too nerdy? Um, I personally believe that I am a little bit too nerdy for people because I like going into detail about certain things like uh, certain movies or how certain things about certain movies are related to books. I also like talking about how I've been developing uh, Dungeons and Dragons characters. Uh, for those of you who uh, don't know, I'm currently uh, trying to build a couple of characters for Dungeons and Dragons. If you haven't played before, uh, please, please stay tuned and I will talk about it uh, very, very soon. Um, but, am I too nerdy for the world? That is the question. I mean, I can tell you when the first episode of Doctor Who aired, which was the 23rd of November, 1963, which was the very same day that JFK got assassinated. Anywho, that's just my bit of knowledge and trivia uh, for those playing at home. Anyway, I'll leave it at that. Um, but feel free to drop by anytime in any episode. Until next, you listen. 
Live nude and be yourself. And this has been The Naked Nerd, signing off.